What is happening, ladies and gents, and welcome to episode number 36 of the KDH podcast. I just entered this with what is happening, ladies and gents. What is it? I always say, I always say something different usually. Um, I am doing this on a complete whim. I'm coming on here, high energy. I've just got a new business mentor set up and I've came off the call and I'm like, fuck it, this is going to make a class podcast. And I don't even really know what it's 100% about. I kind of made it on a whim yesterday. It's called a KDH review 2021 so far. And I put out a few questions for you guys to answer. So I'm going to obviously talk about a few of those points. I'm going to ramble on about a few different points. Then I'm going to talk about a few different things that I've put down yesterday that I put down on notes myself that I wanted to talk about. And I can't even really remember what they are. And I suppose that just makes for a better podcast as well. But um, firstly, I kind of wanted to just say that I've not really been in a podcast mood for the past few weeks. I hit a bit of a high. I had some big guests on and I've got some amazing guests lined up. And I was like, I don't know what it was, but they're all going to be coming in the next coming months. And it wasn't immediate. And I've just been so busy with different things and had a lot of things on. I've just felt a bit overwhelmed. And I've been in a bit of a lull with podcasts. I've actually just been like, I don't know what it is. And I suppose the reason why I'm saying it is it's probably nice to hear that because everyone always thinks that other people doing things within their life is just like, oh, they're always flying high. And I suppose like it's just important to speak the truth how you're feeling as well. But um, yeah, so I um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was basically, obviously the points that I put out, I'm sitting open on my phone right now. Um, the biggest point, so the questions that I put in, I want to go through these first, then I'll go into a few different points that I've learned so far from 2021. So firstly, I'm going to answer these questions. So first question from Helen Ann Duddy, what's your biggest pet hate? I've not even read these, by the way. My biggest pet hate, my biggest pet hate is probably people not giving something enough time. Just literally starting something, then going like that and giving it up. I always hear people say things like, I tried tracking my calories, it didn't work. And you're like, no, tracking your calories, like energy in versus energy out, 100% works. It 100% works. It's not even a case of if or when. It's a matter of fact. It's science of how it works. The fact that you didn't remain consistent is what didn't work. It's the same way people talk about like exercise, whatever. And I suppose... There's loads of different things that come down to that, like lack of guidance, lack of knowledge. But at the same time, I just hate when people don't give something enough time. And I suppose as well, I don't like when people just pass judgment on something as well. And that's something that I've really, like over time of being a coach is like, you always hear people just going, oh, that person's expensive or that person does this. And I hate when people just don't have the full both sides to one story and they just jump the gun. And I think that's something as I've, I've been a coach, I've just became way more thoughtful to what people think in their actions because I just train so many people and work with so many people. I just kind of think, well, there's always two sides to one story here. So a bit of a tangent there. I don't like people um, passing judgment when they don't really know a full story. And that obviously goes to everything in life. And I also don't like when people just don't actually try something and then go, that doesn't work. And you're like, no, you didn't make it work. So next point, what do I want to ramble on about? What are you struggling with right now? Someone's just wrote sleep. I. So sleep, I think, yeah, like sleep is probably one of the most overlooked things that we have in our life that impacts our recovery, our mindset, our mental health, everything. How we literally, like, do you know it's actually proven that if someone's in a fat loss phase and they're not getting adequate sleep versus someone else that's in a fat loss phase and gets adequate sleep, you actually start breaking down muscle tissue as well as fat. So you need to make sure that you're prioritizing your sleep. So last thing you want is to be in a fat loss phase and breaking down muscle as well as fat. And I think as well right now that I used to not give a fuck about my sleep. I really used to not give a fuck about it. I used to sit on my phone till 2 a.m. This was when I was in the fourth season. This is something I think when you're younger, no one teaches you how to be an adult, do they? When you're at school, 
I just I just joined the forces when I was younger, went away, and then literally got paid a wage, lived on my own, and you don't get taught any of that. And I'm not meaning you have to be babied through it, but no one tells you about like how important your sleep is. And I think more people need to pay attention to that. And I wrote a post about this the other day. It's almost like the thing that people just go, oh, I just, it's all right. Like they just, they, people just accept that they're not good sleepers. And you're like, you can't just accept that you're not a good sleeper. You actually need to look a wee bit deeper into your lifestyle. Are you drinking too much alcohol at the weekend? Are you drinking too much caffeine throughout the day? Are you drinking caffeine too late? Are you too stressed? There's so many different things you need to be looking at as well, rather than just giving up that you're a bad sleeper. I suppose that's a pet hate of mine as well. When people just tell me that they can't, they're a bad sleeper and you're like, well, that's like just saying that you're a bad trainer. You're bad at training, but you've never had any guidance at all. With a little bit of guidance, you'll immediately be a better trainer. Um, next one, cold water therapy. Every cunt in their granny flailing wheeling bins with ice. Aye, they are. Um, I think like I was quite like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm glad that I got into it before other people did. There was obviously loads of other people doing it before me, but I've really noticed it in the past six months. Um, it's became a bit of a trend like anything else because of Instagram. I mean, it's like, this is a bit off tangent here, but how funny is it that like people just do things on Instagram because a lot of people doing it. Like last year, going up Conic Hill was like a fucking fan fashion statement. Like just going to walk up a hill or going to like different parts and because someone else goes there and people just start doing it. And I suppose like anything else, it's a bit like that. But if anyone doesn't know, cold water therapy, it's not just about being a badass and seeing how long you can obviously handle yourself in the water. It's about like, if anyone's done any research into Wim Hof, who is the Iceman, he got into cold water therapy and it was more from the, the meditation side and mental health side of it. Because um, I listened to this in a podcast, um, which was actually James English podcast where they interviewed Wim Hof. Um, Wim Hof's wife committed suicide, unfortunately, which is terribly sad. And cold water exposure was one of the things that allowed him to just get in somewhere, submerge himself, meditate, not think about anything else. So I've, I've seen a few folk kind of badmouthing it sometimes in a way where you're like, you shouldn't really be doing that because it stems from obviously um, great in initiatives and it's obviously got a great reason behind it as well as with a lot of health benefits, like massive health benefits to it. Um, it's good just to switch off when you get into the cold water. You don't think about anything else about how cold, rather than other than, how cold you are so i know but everyone is just climbing in the wheelie bins and uploading videos on instagram um that last question i'm going to go over here that was dropped in what's the three life lessons that you've learned over this lockdown so i've learned a lot over the past year and i think i, I was i remember on my instagram stories last year i actually was like nervous about saying that i was enjoying it this was like last year about may june time i was enjoying it i was having a good time it done so much for me and I've spoke about this in numerous podcasts. I was able to switch off in so many different ways. Um, but I think one of the things the most recent podcast has taught me is like most recent podcast, most recent lockdown is that the importance of being present and it's something that I've had to work on so hard. And I've just joined that community today um, online with other, other like-minded coaches. And it's, it's a network of amazingly driven people. And I'm so buzzing to be part of that. And these are people that will all be going through the same thing as what I have as well, where they're trying to learn how to focus their minds. And sometimes I can get caught up in things and forget my family, my girlfriend, which is, it's shocking to say it, but it, I don't forget them, but I switch off to these things because I'm so driven. And I mean, you could argue it's a good and a bad thing, but I'm just trying to focus on doing more things that make me happy, that are good for me, my family, my girlfriend, 
and that are going to make me more present. And I think that's what one of my biggest journeys is going to be this year with my business is just dialing things back even more, having more impact on a larger audience, scaling up my podcast, scaling up my group training, getting more coaches on board to work with me. And, and that's that's just what I want to do. And like, I just want to learn to work smarter. And I think that's what I've I realized that I went into the first lockdown realizing that I was overly busy, changed things, got better, started working again in the gym, then got really busy again, but in a more smarter way. Then I went back into another lockdown, then realized, oh, fuck, I was doing it again. So yeah, being present. Um, yeah, and second lesson was definitely I need to take a bit more recovery time. I was in December, I was doing full Ironman training, literally swimming twice a week, cycling three to five times a week, cycling and running combined three to five times a week, resistance training once or twice a week, doing 14 to 20 sessions a week in the gym, seven boot camps, podcasts, um, living my life at home. And I was actually doing that pretty well as well. Like I was switching off at the weekends, took a Tuesday off. And I'm like, you can't, you're only one person. So I think I've learned to obviously realize that when I was doing all this stuff, I was feeling terrible because I wasn't recovering properly. So I've went back to prioritizing my sleep a wee bit more, which has been good as well. Um, and yeah, and then last one, what's the most recent thing from here? Um, what I think this is a, a big lesson and it's it's something I kind of wanted to come on to and it was, it's not blowing smoke up my ass, but so many folk are always focusing on the negatives of lockdown. Folk are going, oh, this is shit. And like they're focusing on the things that, that aren't in their control and they're focusing on like, oh, this isn't a good year for this. And if anyone knows me, they'll know that I haven't, I don't speak like that. I just constantly focus on the why, like having more impact, helping more people, like looking at improving every aspect of what I do 1% better. And as a result of that, I'm in the best financial position I've ever been in in my life. And again, I said, I'm not doing it to blow up smoke at mass. I'm doing it to tell you that I'm the type of person that I don't, I don't focus on pure finances. I focus on the why, why am I doing this? How can I help more people? How can I do this? And as a result of that, I'm in the best financial position I've ever been in going through a national pandemic where everyone keeps saying the fitness industry is in the worst place it's ever been. And rightly so, it isn't in a good place. But what I'm saying is that just shows you how powerful having the right mindset, what it can do for you. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy. And it was something that I was writing it down yesterday when I was putting it and I was going, what am I going to say about 2021 so far? And I was thinking about this all day and I was like, I think that's quite a powerful message. So fuck it, it's getting put down there. Um, and I'm going to move on to um, a few other points that I've written down now. So um, they were the questions there. Again, this podcast is pure on a whim. As you can probably tell, I'm completely winging it right now. Um, so one of the points I've wrote down is like the importance of having a network of people around you. And I've just spoke to you there, but that network that I've joined and a game changer was me was having another coach working alongside me. It's scary doing these things, making these movements, but like already the community is thriving even more. We're getting more people involved in it. More ideas are flowing because I'm bouncing my ideas off of another like-minded coach working with me. And it's like, just, it's a pure, what we are doing is just a pure product of like, how, like what happens when you start surrounding yourself with more people and I think you can even like listening to a podcast every day like I'm now starting to get people coming to work with me that I've now listened to maybe 35 episodes of my podcast that I've been so tuned into what I'm saying that they're like I need to work with this guy I'm on a par with them and it's all because 
they've been listening to a podcast that they have been able to pick up, change their mindset and go and they'll be listening to this and they'll know who I'm talking about. And it's amazing. Like, I absolutely love that. And that just shows you that it doesn't even need to be in person. I, ideal, you want to surround yourself with a network. People will lift you up. And I know it's hard right now. We're in a lockdown. I totally get that. But we still have communities online. We've got cold water exposure communities online. You can join these pages. We've got communities like I've got. We've got free communities. We've got there's so many different things that you can do and I cannot urge you enough to put yourself into that position and do it. And I always say it's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, but the people that you love most sometimes aren't always the people that are the ones I'm talking about here. And I'm not saying that if you find these, these groups in these environments, you can let that rub off on you and then you can be the person that rubs it off on your family as well and be that person that lifts everyone up. And I think that's so important. Um, the second point I wanted to go over, and I was talking about this with my clients uh, um, my boot camp last week, and I was dropping it into the um, what's it called? Dropping it into my group because I think it's important. I listened to it in a podcast, and I'm kind of pinching this from there. It's a DEFCON system, and DEFCON means like everything's going to absolute shit. Everyone should do this. Every, I think this is a game changer, and I've been doing it for the past year. Um, for the past couple of months, I've been starting to think about my year ahead. So we went through a national pandemic. What's the best thing you could do right now? Like so many people, this is a great example of how people don't have backup plans. They don't, they, they aren't ready to adapt because when push comes to shove, they haven't got it there. So my challenge to you right now for the year ahead, guys, is to start thinking about, you might be in high spirits. You might not be in a great place right now, but chances are, if you're someone that's out walking about listening to this podcast, you probably are. And if you are, start thinking about what would you do in the event that this happened. So thinking about like what would happen if you picked up an injury, what would happen if the gyms open again, but then they shut, what would happen if Facebook shut down? See, when you put it to pen and paper, it's a powerful tool when you actually start realizing that, oh, things aren't actually that bad when I, when, when it happens. And I think this year has been a testament to that. A lot of people lost their jobs, but then it prompted them to do things that they never were, they weren't going to do because they would have just get got stuck in the same rut. So I think that's it. like definitely get pen and paper and write down what you would do in the event that X happened, the, the event that Y happened, the event that Z happened, because you'll find that you're just like, that's not actually that bad. And then when it does happen, you're the person that's coming out on top because you know what to do. And I think that's so overlooked. So it could be injury. It could be losing your job. It could be that your gym closes that you love like put it to pen and paper and it may be a bit stressful writing it down, but do it because it's a powerful tool. Um, and next one, this is a bit of a um, kind of tying in with the DEFCON system there. If you plan on taking up running, you better just accept that you're going to get an injury because prevention is key. Like there's actually statistics to show that if you pick up running consistently, there's like a 70% more chance in that year that you're going to get an injury, whether it be a niggle with your knee, your hip, whatever it is, and I think when it comes to running, the best thing you can do, rather than being like, oh, I'll just try and run through it, think about what you can do and result to preventing it because it's going to happen. The, the quicker you, the quicker that you, if, if you're someone that's going to take up running, the quicker you just accept that you're going to get an injury at some point is the quicker, the better you're going to be able to work around it. And that's a bit morbid, but if that means like, making sure that you've got uh, strength training in your program, making sure that you you stretch, making sure that you take plenty of recovery because the last thing you want to do is just run yourself into the ground. And I think that's a good mindset to be in. Um, next point, again, tying into the kind of backwards uh, measurement of the DEFCON system there, 
you need to always reevaluate your goals. Like goals are meant to be set and accomplished. And the issue that so many people make is that you ask someone what their goals are and they immediately underestimate themselves. What's your goals? I want to lose fat. What's your long-term goals? Oh, I'd like to lose a couple, a bit of weight. That's not a long-term goal. A long-term goal should be, I want to be in the dress size, the jean size that I was three years ago. Do you know what I mean? I want to be the fittest version of myself um, because I'm sick of just being unfit. I'm sick of being exhausted when I walk upstairs. You need to put these things down in pen and paper and make them real. But what I'm saying is you need to always reevaluate them because chances are three, four weeks from now, they might be different. You might have found a method of training that you love. You might have found a coach that has completely changed your dynamic with mindset. You need to just put it down in pen and paper, but you need to always keep like, constantly reevaluate them, especially short-term goals. Like you need to be thinking, like what what would you like to do in the next month? Would it be would you like to be someone that's that walks? Would you like to be someone that listens to a podcast per day? Would you like to be someone that literally goes out and, and trains five times a week? Because very quickly, if you put your mind to it and you put make that real, you accomplish it very quickly. But the truth is, you need to constantly upgrade it because the goalposts never stop moving. So it's essential that you evaluate it. So if any of you are listening right now and you you, you took pen to paper, you, you wrote down notes in your phones that the 1st of January, you wrote down your goals, look at them and make sure you're smashing them. And if you've already done them, make sure that you're literally continuously pushing forward and making more because at the end of the day if you don't have optics to continually press forward you won't press forward you may think you will and i've done this in the past where i'll be like i don't need to go but my training was stagnant i wasn't striving i would then look back in my year and be like what have i actually accomplished i've not done a lot and i'm not saying you need to be someone that goes out and smashes running events fucking swimming events whatever i'm just meaning like you need to always be reevaluating what you're doing otherwise you do get stuck in a rut and it's this it's such a simple task and it's a simple task that people don't do uh, which is crazy you know he's just waving at me right now with like something in their hands and i'm doing a podcast um through the window um and next point sulking gets you absolutely nowhere like avid avid my moments over the past year where i've just went ah i can't really be asked and especially this year like so dark it's so different this time to the first lockdown and i've had my days where i have a wee sulk and then do you know what i do I just think that there's always a solution. It doesn't matter what you, how bad you think it is. Do you know what I mean? You could have fucking lost your savings. Someone could have literally stole your car. There's always a solution. There's always a way around it. And I think like the more you manifest that idea of how bad something is, it's only going to be that bad. You just need to always look at the way out of it. You need to act like the person. Like the, you need to always like, I spoke about this on Nikki Jameson's podcast. Like you need to manifest the idea that you are the person you want to be most. And just start to get 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 your shit together and be like, I'm a person that it doesn't that gets shit done. When things happen, I'm I'm the person that's the first to act. I'm the person that gets the plan together and gets going because at the end of the day, that's what you're going to need to do. If you're the person that goes, I'm just going to sit and sulk, then you're going to be that person. And everyone's entitled to it. They are. I mean, I've done it. I've sat there and had my points where I go, What's going on here? I'm I'm doing a lot of work here and it's not going the way things are going. And then you go see me sitting here doing this it's not going to do anything so sulking doesn't get you anywhere and when it comes to oh that was the point that we spoke about already um and the this is something that i was just i had a pure epiphany thinking about this the other day and it's like it's a bit of a it's just something all these points are just things that i've been thinking about in 2021 so far that's what the podcast is about and the the thing that i wrote down that i put down yesterday i was putting it down and i was like that doesn't even make sense but hear me out Hear me out. So, when, do you not think it's mental that 
in this society, when someone thinks fat loss, the first thing they think is getting a gym membership or exercise. Because let's be honest, right? Let's imagine you've got Joe Bloggs that doesn't exercise. They're bent out of shape. They're carrying an extra 20 kilograms of body fat. And they go, right, I need to, I need to lose fat and you get to the gym. They're only probably going to go to the gym twice a week, right? I'm going to, I'm just guessing that the habits are at a place that they're not going to just rock up and start going six days a week, right? They're probably going to go twice a week. They're probably going to go and the fitness isn't going to be that great. They're not going to be dead strong. They're not going to have loads of muscle mass. The contribution to total expenditure is probably going to be down at two to 3% of the total expenditure for the entire week. But yet as a society, we've just brought up that that's the solution to fat loss is the gym. Like it's actually, I know I'm a personal trainer. I know that that's what I do. And the gym obviously gets a lot of cogs turning, but the more I think about it, I just go, that's fucking mental. It's actually mental that, well, the government aren't encouraging people to be more movement and calorie conscious and sleep conscious. Like why aren't the government saying, well, do you want to be in a, a good space, a good space for battling COVID? Well, let's look at getting you moving more. Let's look at making you more aware of how to manage your calories and let's look at you improving your sleep. And you know what? You see way more, like see the for Joe blogs that goes, and again, it's so generic because there's so many different variations of people and so many variables, like what's their training experience? How many times are you going to go to the gym? How much fat have they got? There's so many variables, how fit they are, how determined they are. Do they have a why, but they just don't know it. And yeah, like you could say that some for someone that might be enough to send them over to the edge, but th th that might be enough to get everything going and start their journey. But for the best part, that's not enough. Like going to the gym once or twice and thinking that's what they need to do. And I think like, I was just thinking about it the other day and I was going, man, we are in the predicament we're in. Like obesity is, there's so many reasons why obesity is so high in the UK right now. But you're just sitting going like, that's what people think you need to do in order to lose fat and get healthier is just go to the gym. Like that, that's what, and it, it really, really is the mindset of a lot of people. They just think it's all. And that's why I think that coaching and everything, people go, well, that's expensive. And you're like, well, it's not really. You're like, I've, I was talking to Becky about this and we we're talking about like price points and helping people. And I was going, you could essentially, someone can come to you for personal training. If you're a good personal trainer or a good online coach or whatever it is, uh, a group training coach, whatever. And you could change that, help that person with their work. You could give them the guidance to become a different, better, more improved person with their mindset, their body, in their lifestyle and you're essentially in increasing the, long the longevity how long they're going to be on the planet making them more ambitious in all the days of their life and yeah it could be uh like it's a, it's a more premium rate it could be like for that three month period that might cost that person i don't know let's say 300 to 500 pound but then they go yeah but the gym costs this much and you're like, yeah but that the gym isn't coaching and it's the more i think about it i just had a pure epiphany the other day and i was like you know what i'm going to talk about this in a podcast because it's so fucking relevant like it, like the more I think about it, it's actually crazy that folk go, I but the gym costs this much. And I'm like, I but how are you getting on just going there yourself? Like it's and and but it's because we've brought it into our heads as a society that people just think fat loss, gym. And you're like, no, it should be looked at more the bigger picture, more movement, getting a grip on your nutrition and understanding it. That's really it. But that was basically um the the, the last the last thing I kind of wanted to cover there. And to kind of round it off, like when you focus on the how and the when, like how much weight you need to lose, how what body fat percentage you need to be, that's the how, the what, and the when. It's the same way your circumstances in your life. If you want to keep focusing on the negatives, the how, the what, and the when, like being scared of taking chances, 
you'll always be in that same position and you'll probably always be in a rut. It's when you start focusing on the why. It's when you start going, I'm doing this because I want to be the best version of myself. I'm doing this because success just comes and then with great, with consistency, it just happens. So um, a bit of a, if anyone's listened to this, it's, it's, it's been quite a good podcast in regards to the content that's in it. It's pretty random. It's probably a lot of thinking points and it's hopefully G'd a lot of people up. So if you're out for your, your daily walk, your nighttime walk, Hopefully you're cutting a bit with a smile on your face because that's the objective of the podcast as well. And guys, one more thing before I go. Basically, obviously, I'm talking about all this stuff with exercise there. I've actually developed the 11-day level up, which is the KDH 11-day level up, which is focused on helping you nail your habits, your routines, and your goals. See, everything I've spoke about in this podcast, I've made an 11-day um, messenger funnel with videos, instructions, and it's free. It's literally free. All you have to do is go on to Instagram, click the link in the link tree, and then you see free KDH 11-day level up and get involved in it. I'm now coming to the end of people that have been doing it and I think they've been loving it. So, do you know what I mean? Like, you get back what you put into it. That's there. Get involved in it. And then, obviously, if you do, if you are interested in working with me as well, um, you can then have a chat with me in the future. But that's just a wee trial there of what it's like to work with me and what sort of support and education you get with working with me as well. So yeah, guys, and make sure that you screenshot at this and tag me in your stories if you do put it up as well. Anyway, catch you in a bit. Take it easy. Goodbye.